welcome back to Off Point, episode 14. How we doing today? This is Ace. I'm CJ. All right, starting off another week. Um, getting into some things here. Weather's getting nice out there. Um, that time of season, they're doing some yard work. Out there, got to get some mulch put in. Get some flowers put in. Time to make the house look nice from the outside. Yeah. Look all crappy and cruddy from the winter. So it's that time of year, right? It is. It's also also the time of the year for mini camps and football. Mini camps, yeah. For recruiting. Yep, there's a lot of things going on, man. I love the warm weather. Man, just gets me excited for all kinds of things. And they also know that when it starts to wind down, football's right around the corner. It is. Man. It's right there. So, But I don't want to rush through the summer. I want to enjoy it nice and slow. Kids getting out of school. I want to go outside, get some sun. Maybe try to venture out yeah mandates are starting to, to drop in ohio yeah man what a crazy year it's been it has it's gone by fast too it has hindsight right but you know when it's all this started it was you, you didn't think there would be an end in sight yeah and they uh like they say that the older you age the faster time seems to go by it's true, buddy. Take it from me. So I don't know if that all this is just age us all. Oh, I'm really sure. Well, that's oh. why it seems to go by so fast. I don't think I had this many grays last year. They're coming in pretty heavy now. It's been it's been a little stressful. Not too bad, but you know, we just all we've all taken it in stride and yeah. You know, just try to stay out of harm's way. Do the do the things they ask of us, you know. Yeah. Wearing masks, hand sanitizing, stuff like that. So. But man, hopefully this is all coming to an end, and just you know everybody everybody's trying to you know live their lives normally and stuff, but you know to really still doesn't feel like a hundred. You know, it still doesn't no, feel even though doesn't. there's people vacationing and stuff like that. Um, and that's great, but it, you know, like I know for us, we, still we, we, we it, it doesn't it doesn't feel that way for me, but just because I'm still so aware of what's out there or mm -hmm. what you know, and yeah, um, I mean, you just want to know, you just want to have that nice peace of mind that when you do go out, that mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about anything. You take so many things for granted, um, and you really don't realize. Especially when it comes to like touching things, yeah, you know you don't realize all the things that you touch, and then you know turn around and pick up a piece of food and just start eating it, and now yeah. you're just like so keen on that that you're hesitant about putting anything in your mouth, yeah. without making sure that yeah. <laughs> your hands are completely clean and sanitized. Yeah, it's like I feel like germaphobes kind of have an advantage, even though they feel that they don't, because they aren't germaphobes. Right, but it's they, like they're they, used to doing all this. We have to get used to it. Yeah, no. But they stress out even more because they're germ germaphobes. <laughs> right. Although right. they'll probably be fine anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man, that's a good point. Yeah, they're already well conditioned. Yeah. Um, for, for the this. environment that we've came into. Yeah, it's it's been crazy. I I kind of missed 2018. 2019 was still kind of rough. Yeah, it was still bad. It was still good. No, but I feel like 2018 was just probably the best, like the most recent best year we've had. Well, you did never seen this coming for sure. Um, wish I did. Man, nobody saw this coming. Um, but I can't wait till it's over. I can't wait. You know, another five years from now, where we can just look back and be like. Phew. Glad we got through that, you know? Yeah. Man. 
So I wish we could just jump ahead straight to that day. Right. <laughs> Again, as much as you want to jump to that point, man, when you get to my age, you know, I'm 41. I'll be 42 this year. And you don't want to rush through anything because everything just goes by, like you said, the order you get, the faster things go by, and that's a no lie. I tell you, from the time I graduated high school, it, it, it's when you're in school, things seem to take forever. You feel like you're yeah. in school forever. Once you get out, it's boom, 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 boom. And then when you get married and you have kids, and then it's like boom, 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 boom. And, it, it, and there's no stopping it, man. It's like a, a freight train. Mm-hmm. And that's how life moves. I mean, in the moment, you don't feel like you're really going anywhere. But when you look back and you see how much time has gone by, it's yeah. it's mind-blowing. So, Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. So enjoy every moment, buddy. Enjoy it. Just favor it. Yeah. Savor it all. It'll go by quick. Hold on to 16 as long as you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it's a song. Really? Yeah. John uh, Cougar Mellencamp. What's not a song? <laughs> there seems to be a song for There's everything. A song for everything. I got songs for you all day long, buddy. So, all right. Well, I've got a little segment that um, we're gonna, I'm going to try out here. I'm going to call this a. Uh, I'm going to call it uh, Buckeye Bullet Points. Even got a little sound bite for it. Um, just something I want to start doing, quite possibly, if we like it, if it works out. Yeah. Um, just a few uh, things that are that are going on currently that um, are Buckeye-related. Um, in this instance, they're all football-related, um, Buckeye football-related. It probably or, will or, be usually. Yeah, or... Um, I mean, it could be it'll be basketball or you know just some other things that that's that could be anything going on. at the university exactly. Um, and you know, I even got one on here from a, a former player from Ohio State, J.T. Barrett. So as we know, that he was he went to the NFL undrafted, signed um, with New Orleans, signed with the Saints, signed with them again, um, had and been, again, right, uh, spent and the Seahawks a lot of his time. In the practice squad. Yeah. Um, so he has moved around, but uh, from what I read, he is uh, set to try out with the Dallas Cowboys. All right. So I, I didn't know didn't know if you knew that. We need another quarterback. But I thought so. Well, here's we got the thing. rid of Dalton. We have nobody. We have Ben DiNucci. Who? Yeah. That. Um, as a matter of fact, I think that Ben DiNucci. That uh, fellow's name you just mentioned. He's in. He is not eligible to participate. So they're bringing in. Yes. Uh, they want to bring in uh, Barrett for a tryout. Um, he says here that they'll he will throw to the their recent draft pick, Stanford's Simi Fihoko. I believe that's how you say that. Um, and seven undrafted wide receivers and tight ends. So. Um. You know, but Barrett's had a lot of accomplishments he at has. Ohio State. So to really not see see his name brought up in yeah. the NFL or to see him getting um, some action out there on season games is, I mean, it, it, it's kind of a shock. And he, he's a very determined guy, too. I hope he does well. Um, and I pray he does well. Yeah, yeah. And I know, need that jersey. Get a chance, get a chance to... To see him out there, I think that'd be great. Especially at AT AT&T Stadium. The thing about that is Zeke and Barrett teaming up again. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That'll be amazing. If it happens. Um, Some other things on here. Kyle McCord. Um, GB2. Yeah, he... um, he made the uh, Gatorade Player of the Year for his state, um, along with some other um, some other Buckeyes that also made Gatorade Player of the Year. Uh, Travion Henderson and Amika mm-hmm. Igbuka. 
Yeah. Uh, they both won the award as juniors. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, they're... I think that was the only big-time high school award for football. Yeah. It was kind of ironic, considering Gatorade came from the Florida Gators, a college team. Yeah. But, yeah, I just thought that was a nice little thing to point out there. You know, Buckeyes have got some guys that are getting some recognition in their states. Which is one of a few good things that come out of Florida. Right. (laughs) Um, So, uh, a former punter punter of the Buckeyes, Drew Chrisman, officially signed with the Bengals. Bottle-flipping champion. (laughs) Bottle-flipping champion that I was unaware of. Yeah, that's a pretty popular thing now between the kickers and punters at Ohio State. Well, when you're not practicing punters, punting, I guess you need a little yeah, a little hobby. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. You're probably spending a lot of that practice. Like, a lot of your practice is not doing too much. That's right, yeah. I mean, you have your one skill. That's really all you're needed for. Right. I mean, an occasional fake pun. Yeah. But how, how often is that used? Exactly. So they probably have a little bit of time to Spare studying, mm-hmm. bottle flipping, like a lot more time than like the quarterback. Oh, for sure. That was a nice little side note there yeah. on. Staying in Ohio, I think. Um, I think like like Cincinnati immediately went for him after the draft. Oh, okay. Because that was just like the day after the draft, he posted a picture with, I believe it's his girlfriend, at their homes on Twitter saying, we're staying home. No. Oh, with okay. the Bengal hat on. Cool. So. Cool, 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 cool. Nice to know he's staying in the state. Right. Yep. I like seeing that. Uh, former Buckeyes captain, Johnny Dixon. Remember him? Nah, I do. Uh, yeah, one heck of a receiver, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Where is he at A now? nice, hold on, a nice memorable moment for Johnny Dixon. And it was against Penn State. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were struggling and really struggling offensively, getting things going. And there was a play from J.T. Barrett to Johnny Dixon. And not only did he catch it, it made a good catch. He turned yeah. around and like made a play out of it. I mean, and and uh, got some distance. So I mean, he was he did really well here. So um, it says that uh, he'll be uh, giving a little tryout with the Cleveland Browns. With the Browns, all right. So we go. I don't from... know where he's been since he was drafted. Oh, if man, he was then, drafted. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good question because man, I don't remember. Really hearing much of him once he. Uh, I remember hearing him having like talks or something with the, with Dallas. Yeah. I don't think that ever really went anywhere. I think I would have known. But yeah, he's a pretty good receiver. Yeah. I think he has all the potential to be like the. I don't know, like the. I guess you can say like the next Michael Thomas. Best. Like one of the best receivers out there. Potentially. I mean, just like all Ohio State receivers, he's really good, but he's quite a bit better than a lot of them. He's one of those top guys, like Michael Thomas, like Chris Olave will be. Right. Oh, for sure. All right. And then we got uh, another former Buckeye star, Sean Wade. Officially signs with the Ravens. So yeah. he's a Baltimore Raven now. Oh, gosh, he's playing for Harbaugh. Yikes. At least this Harbaugh knows how to win games. <laughs> and then the last thing on my BBP. He'll be with Dobbins, too. Is the Oregon matchup. So, on the schedule will be a big noon game. All right. So, look forward to seeing that game on the on the uh, on Fox. 
Yeah, well, unfortunately, Urban's not going to be there. Nope. Nope. Not this time around. And that is all that I have for Buckeye Bullet Points. All right, we'll stay on the topic of Ohio State football. As you mentioned, that Oregon game has been scheduled. So has the game. The rivalry game. The game. The game of games. Which, my, my opinion, most Buckeyes and Wolverine fan opinions, it's the biggest game in all of football, maybe even all of sports. Maybe. It's a very well-known rivalry. I mean, um, whether everybody thinks that or not, I don't know. Um, you got the Red River rivalry, which yeah. is probably pretty big for the Southerners down there. So, but you know, yeah, they, then they might think that that's a bigger rivalry perhaps. than, especially now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that they're probably like actually alternating wins. But then there's the Iron Bowl. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. The Iron Bowl. Bama-Auburn, which has been alternating. Yeah. I think Auburn won, then Bama twice, and Auburn, last, not this past season, but the season before, when Bama came back. Yeah, those have definitely been more competitive uh, rivalries than yeah. High State and that team up north. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's called the game. It's not called like anything like the Iron Bowl or the Super Bowl. Or the Rose Bowl. It's called The Game. When you're just given the title The Game, I think that all says it right there. All right. Well, one of the teams playing is The Ohio State University. That is. And the other it comes from, well, that state up north, which... The state up north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, they, I think they are, like, one of the northernmost states... I think only like Maine, maybe Minnesota. Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. I think. No, because there's that little other part, like not the mitten, but the other part of that state goes over Wisconsin. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah. So it quite literally is that state up north. Right. Oh, yeah. North of us, anyway. So. Yeah, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. See Buckeyes have got that state up north. Everyone knows who that is. And then we also got that team down south, Clemson. Yeah. Anyway, again, sticking with Ohio State football. Ohio State, as in the university, has banned a massage therapist for inappropriate behavior targeting mm. the Buckeye football team. Yikes. Yeah. Pretty big. That's um, not good. He's a 30-year-old woman. Female. Yeah, who lives roughly two hours north of OSU. Hmm. And she, she obtained her massage therapy license in 2009 within the state of Ohio. It's and she has, long. Yeah, and she has clients in the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, NHL, NCAA, and NCAA football. That's a broad range of yeah. clients. Really, all of, especially in that all of the big sports short span. Well, I mean, all right, you say two thousand nine. You really don't realize that was what twelve 11. years ago. Yeah, like over ten. Yeah. Yeah. So the complaint was filed on March fourteenth of last year with the state medical board. In which a investigation started from that. And again, revolving around the football team, some some of the student ath athletes demanding payment hmm. from it. Yeah, I just mean, it's don't kind of it's kind of crazy to me that a report was filed in twenty twenty. Investigation started. In 2020. Oh, yeah. You just don't get fired in 2021. Right. Well, here's the thing. You want to make sure that you have all the facts before you go making assumptions. 
once you have all the facts gathered, then you present those facts, and then the consequences follow shortly thereafter. So, no, I mean that makes that makes total sense, um, and it's common. Yeah, according to the report, or this this like scheme took place between 2018 and 2021, mostly off campus, more specifically in hotels. But that no current staff members for OSU on the football team were aware of the communication with with the student athletes and massage therapists. It also notes that there was no direct evidence of of any harassment going on at all. So no direct evidence, exactly. Yeah. Um, athletic director Gene Smith has um, has penned a letter to the massage therapist who has since had her license revoked permanently by the medical board. Yeah, it's a shame. And has and has barred her from any contacts with any university athletics members and from all student-athletes, staff, and coaches. It's unfortunate. When you get into a line of work like that, you've got to, you can't, be sneaky about anything. Um, yeah. You know, you have to be professional 100% of the time. Eventually, these this, these things will catch up to you. Somebody will blurb out something. Mm-hmm. And you're caught. And then you lose everything. Yeah. Which brings me to another point um, that I almost forgot about. Antonio Brown has once again been accused of assault. Yeah. Like, dude. Which, at this point, it's like, I feel like he would have learned his lesson by now. And for, you know, it's like every other month he's getting getting these assault accusations. Yeah. At this point, are they even real? Or people are just trying to get attention? Because, like, yeah, hey, right. this guy's had a bunch against him. Good target. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. It makes it tough because, I mean, you, let's say you have, like, ten accusations. Mm-hmm. Maybe only one of those is probably even real. Mm-hmm. Even if that did even happen. But, man, when it happens multiple times, that's when people really begin to question. Yeah. Well, maybe this is happening. Why would this person say that? Or and then, then this person says it. Maybe why is it, this guy must be, you know, doing mm-hmm. these crimes? Yeah, I mean, I've said this before to Sean Watson. His cases, like, obviously Brown is in a good state, so I don't think he's do, doing what I have a theory that Deshaun might be doing. My theory on Deshaun is maybe he's just doing this to get out of Texas. Away from the Houston Texans, because no. <laughs> it seems to be they have some sort of dispute, and then another case comes out. Yeah, well, that wouldn't look good for him because then the other teams aren't going. They're going to look at that too and be like, "We don't want to mess with this." Yeah, I mean, I think eventually that's what's going to happen with Antonio Brown. So yeah, I. I agree, but the Buccaneers, unlike other teams, have not done anything yet. Right. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're all waiting and see how this thing plays out. And if there's no evidence of it, then you just you drop it and you move on. No, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and my team, the Dallas Cowboys football season, this year will kick off against each other. On Thursday, September 9th. Ooh. In Tampa. Uh oh. Cowboys are going to start off 0 1. Why no? We're going to be throwing <laughs> those champs. I uh, wish you the best. 
And then one month later, Tom Brady is returning to Foxborough to take on his former team and coach, the New England Patriots. October 3rd, week four. That'll be fun to watch. On a Sunday night. It'll finally be the chance to, to see, is it the coach or is it the player? I put my money on the player. I put my money on the player, too. A different player, though. I got it on Rob. <laughs> it also, Mark Rob's return, as well as Brady's, because they both left within the same two months, I believe. So that'll definitely be interesting seeing yep. Brady and Gronk. And Antonio Brown returned to New England. Yeah. Because Antonio was signed there for a short period yeah, of time. That is true. Which I, I'm pretty sure is what got him to Tampa with Brady. Yeah. So that, that's going to be interesting. You have these three amazing players, like Pro Bowl players, mm-hmm. returning to their old team against their old coach. Makes you wonder what good, yeah. what's going through uh, Belichick's mind, or especially on that day, you know? I mean, right now he's probably, like, looking at his roster. He's like, all right, who can I trade for Brady? Mm-hmm. Who can I trade for Brady? He ain't getting him back. I mean, that's probably why he's been stacking up on players this offseason because he definitely won the free agency, I say. Yeah. Just getting all these great players. Probably going to try and use it to his advantage to trade for Brady. Or maybe try and get Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Which, I don't want to see him go to New England, but to see him face off against Brady in an atmosphere like that. Yeah. would be nice. I mean, that, that'd seriously be like pulling out like a... Not a... I don't know how to say it, but... That'd be pretty smart on Billichek's hand. You know, trade away a few really good players, bring in Aaron right in time for your game against your old quarterback, mm-hmm. the GOAT. Yeah. Be like, I have a secret weapon. <laughs> also be great if they could do it, like, like within, like, hours of the game. Yeah, I just don't think it works that way. Within, like, a, like a couple days, <laughs> like, so they barely have time to prepare. <laughs> like, Crap. Yeah, unfortunately, it don't work that way. I mean, it can. There's that chance. I mean, I think there have been cases where um, players have been traded from one team that they're about to play, or from the team that they're on, to the team that they're about to play. Like, within, like, 24 hours of game. They usually don't go out and play. Right. That's Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. I mean, surely the trade could be made, but not. you got, like, the paperwork, the mm-hmm. contracts and design, you know, signings and stuff that need to be mm-hmm. done before anything actually takes place. But so. at the same time, it's Aaron Rodgers. But they're not going to call him up like, all right, dude, we made the trade. Hurry up and I want to play and get over here <laughs> and, and get this jersey on, your gear. I mean, no, knowing Belichick, if this is a plan that he has right now, he could just have all that stuff ready so he can fly there, sign, 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 all right, suit up, go out and play. Belichick might have a plan. Maybe. Just pull out all the stops when it comes to facing Brady next season. And, I mean, it says here that Cam Newton will be under center. So, we'll see who that how that goes. Yeah. I mean, they have a good quarterback. Yeah. If he just goes out there and performs like, like he didn't like twenty used to, yeah. Go back to Super Cam as they called him. Yep. It's only two teams that year could beat him: the Atlanta Falcons and the Denver Broncos. Hmm. Guess what? They both suck now. Yeah. Then again, the Panthers just went and sucked the year after they lost. Yeah, that kind of happens. Man, yeah. not too many teams find their way back. 
Only the pack. Consecutively. Yeah. Yeah, the really. Chiefs did. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen. No shock happen there. Too often. I think the Niners would have. If you know their players just wouldn't get hurt. Yeah, they started dropping like flies, and that really hurt the season. Which I feel like that happened to a lot of teams this year, and it seemed to always be within playing um, the Chargers or the Rams in their new stadium. Yeah. That seemed to be the trend at first because the Cowboys did, <laughs> and then that happened, then the Niners did, and they lost players. So maybe it's just that new stadium. The field. Yeah, really knocking players yeah, out. Yeah, happens. I mean, it happens in, in college, too. They'll go play on, like, a, a pro field, and players will just drop, like, flies. Yeah, it's just the way that field's built, created, it just yeah makes it difficult There's to play on. Not entirely used to it. Yeah. Um, so going back to college football here, the – not a suppose like the now what everyone thinks will be the top five returning running backs will be hmm. include Tank Bigsby. Tank? Mm-hmm. That's his name. Okay. Probably for good reason. Deuce Fawn. That's his name. Okay. Or maybe it's Deuce. Deuce. I don't know. People are so fancy names now, it's hard to tell. Right, right, right. Kennedy Brooks. Normal name. Yeah. Brian Robinson Jr. And Jerrion Ely. All right, I've heard, one, I've heard of one of these guys. So these are the uh, the top five running backs they're they're gonna they're saying that for this upcoming season. Yeah. So these are names that we're gonna hear. In college football. Supposedly. I mean, I've heard of um of Brian Robinson Jr. Right, yeah. So have I. Out of Alabama. I mean, Kennedy Brooks sounds familiar. He's from Oklahoma. I've never heard of this Deuce apparent Vaughn. number one, Tank Bigsby, or... Deuce Vaughn, who respectively are out of Auburn and Kansas State. Jerry and Ely. Out of Ole Miss, yeah. I don't really recognize any of these names. Mm -mm. You know who's not on this list? Who's not on this list? Master Teague. They don't think he's top five. And I might have to agree with him. Well, here's my, here's my thing. This year, he almost, like, he came fairly close to that Heisman ballot. Like, he had, like, on and off talk about being a, on that Heisman ballot this this past season. Yeah, well, I think that if he didn't, because I think he got hurt. Yeah. Which, which is really straight things down. Blew, blew it up. Right. But I don't think he ever really was 100% even did when he did go back out yeah. there. But still, the year before, he was a big name in college football. This past season, he was right. still a big name in college football. And now he's not even on the top, top five. No, I mean, when you look at numbers, I mean, I guess you would have to go through these, these guys' stats and then – then look at Master Teague and just kind of yeah. see where where it fits in. Yeah, I just kind of find it. Maybe he's six, seven, or eight or up up there. So I mean, yeah, that's more hard, hard to believe. It's just Brian Robinson Jr. Just because he was probably overshadowed by by Najee Harris this past season. Yeah. And the, and the receivers. Yeah, and the receivers, definitely. So, we'll see. I bet Teague will probably prove that he deserves a spot on that top five. I mean, I'm not saying he's number one. I'm just saying there's no way he's not five. There's no uh, way you're one shocked. of the most talked about running backs. Well, the past I don't few know years. if he really was. 
he kind of was. I mean, yeah, he got overshadowed by Dobbins. Right. He's an, he, he's an, he, since then, he still hasn't. Mike Weber was, um, yeah, Mike better, Weber. I mean, a better running back than Master T. Yeah. I know. I just hope Teague has the chance to go out there, shine, prove this list wrong. Maybe. Maybe Travion Henderson. Yeah, him too. So, Steel we'll Chambers. See. We'll see. He really have seen that, that name really been, hasn't been popping up no. <laughs> much, if any. Maybe on defense. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what, what happens there. I think after the spring game, I don't think he's going to make that switch. Nah, he'll probably stay a running back. You know, we're pretty, pretty deep we're in that very running back deep spot right now. Mm-hmm. So, there's been some interesting news in the past week. Okay, in the state of Ohio, <laughs> and one of my least favorite sports, soccer. I like soccer. I don't watch I, it. I don't I'm watch not it. A soccer fan, playing, watching. And I'm not a soccer fan. Obviously, football, then basketball. I can I can do hockey. Then it's like baseball after that. Yeah. Heck, I watch golf over soccer. <laughs> I watch tennis over soccer. I'd rather play soccer over tennis. Soccer is a fun sport to play. Uh, I, it's just I it, enjoy it's all playing feet. it. It's all feet and nothing but the feet. Other sports, it's multiple things like tennis. It's literally everything. Yeah. Football, it's everything. Basketball, mm-hmm. it's everything. Baseball. You can use your head. It's mostly everything. Well, <laughs> all right, so your feet and your head. Yeah. But how often is your head used unless the ball is accidentally kicked towards your head? Well, it's just that much more of a challenge. You try doing stuff with no hands. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm not saying I don't respect these players for that <laughs> talent. It's just, how is it that fun to play? And or watch? No, oh, it's fun to play, and I can probably watch it. I just, I, I just never really I'll got into it. But it's not. It's really not that bad to watch. But it's a lot like hockey in the fact that the scoring action is very low. You yeah, I like you, hockey. You, it just has you, a lot of action. Um. I mean, it is a bunch of guys. I mean, the, the fields are so huge. Um, but it's usually, you know, very back and forth. The ball is just back and forth, back and forth, back and yeah. forth in between everybody and get kicked out of bounds. And so it, it's – but it, it it's fun. I mean, sometimes you get – you can witness some really cool yeah. shots into the goal. Yeah, I actually watched this thing with like the coolest like like scores and sports that ended up not counting and there's this one in hockey so he like I can't remember exactly how he did but he like hit it he hit the puck it like bounced off the ref and into the into the goal <laughs> and they didn't count it because they hit the ref right yeah I'm like come on well the ref the ref can't score yeah but it can bounce off a player with another team go in and it counts yeah maybe it should have counted like i think a it should like, like a, a really bank good shot point. oh there's another one that i saw where the, the guy hit it in and like the the bottom part of his no oh, i can't even know what they're called make his hockey stick broke off mm-hmm <laughs> I can't remember what they're called. It's a hockey stick. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like they had a fancier name for it. Yeah, maybe they do, maybe. but they're called a hockey stick. Uh, it just doesn't sound right right now. Yeah, you got the puck and you got the stick. <laughs> yeah, it broke off. He hit it and it like hit Snap. part of the goal. Broke right off. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty cool Hopefully that wasn't too. his lucky stick. <laughs> if it was, it ain't lucky anymore. 
I don't think hockey is like baseball in that regard. Or you have like a lucky bat. Buddy, I bet it is. Every sport's like that. You got your superstitious guys. Oh, well, yeah. Guys I mean, I guess there is. You're lucky this. You're lucky that. I mean, I guess there is um, Bill Belichick and his lucky deflated football. Lucky deflated. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Anyway, so, so yeah. So what's going on with with soccer? What's going on there? The Columbus Crew. Okay. Who are the current? They are the current MLS Cup champions. Whoop whoop. I just want to point out their name is the Columbus Crew, not the Columbus Redskins or the Columbus Indians or any of that. They're the Columbus Crew. Are dropping their nickname, the Crew. And they're going to uh, call themselves on. the Columbus SC. The Columbus SC. Well, what does that stand for? Well, in soccer, again, not a huge soccer fan, but my my guess is because in soccer, I see two names for teams. City name FC, city name SC. So I'm assuming football club and soccer club. Soccer club? So the so- Columbus Soccer Club. Now I wonder why they would drop the crew. Like, why can you not be the Columbus crew? And it's not over it offending people either. They're just dropping it. Oh, yeah. No, this is the same owner that wanted to move the Columbus crew to Texas a few years back. And fans rallied and campaigned to save the crew. Kept them in Ohio. And heck, they got a whole new stadium out of it. Well, I thought it was under... Somebody bought it. No, I don't think. But I thought it was under a different owner. No, I could I be wrong. It's the same owner. I don't think he ever sold the team. Hmm. All right. Well, that's the, man. That sucks. But why would you change the name? Why? What do you have against this team? You don't want them in the state of Ohio. Yeah, Columbus Soccer Club. And their new logo doesn't even look that great. It's it's a C. It's like a little triangle in its bottom left corner. Columbus SC. It's not horrible. No, but when you have the the classic crew logo, right? But when you already so much more, you already have something. It's if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's almost as bad as. The Washington football team. Oh, yeah, that's, that, they, they need something there. Yeah. Maybe there's something in the name, you know? I just don't get it. Why would you? Yeah, th- this is a new a new president. I mean, they don't call me the Ace team. of the Human. <laughs> yeah, they don't. I have a last I mean, name. Use it. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. They do have a new president of the team. New president. I think that's still the same general manager as before. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, when they wanted to. When they were under the ownership of Anthony. Pre-court, pre-court. Yeah. Just who wanted to move the team to Austin, Texas. They were going to change the name. Former. Yeah, former. Club owner. Now former. I believe he's still involved. So okay. I don't know if he, like, like sold the majority shares. Because I'm pretty sure he's still involved. But remember, he inherited the team. I know that. Which is what part of the reason why you want to move so bad. Well, it says that he negotiated with the league to sell the team in 2018 to a group mm-hmm. yeah. that includes Cleveland Browns owners D and Jimmy Haslam. Yeah. Then awarded pre-court an expansion side that became Austin FC. So I, I don't know what that is. No, I sure either. Again, I'm not into soccer. I could care less. But when I see this, that 
That really sets me off. Right. You, you have a perfectly fine name. It's offended literally no one. It just really seems pointless. It's terrible. The Columbus crew, just fine. And not to mention, it's like it's not like your team sucks. So you're trying to like reshape yourselves, rebuild, rebrand. Right. Well, that's what it says on there on rebrand. Like, what are you rebranding? There's you have a brand and it's working. You are the major league soccer cup champions. Yeah. You are the champions. What else do you want? Do you want to be Team USA and go beat all the European teams? Which I believe is part of this. They want to get more. Like a lot of the MLS teams want to get more in tune with the Europe teams. Right. Maybe. With being the. With being mostly FC, they want to go like change it from soccer to football again, which hmm. is going to be way too confusing. It'll be confusing. Yeah, you can't you use football. You can't use football. Foot, football here. No, this is America. Foot, we football. use. Oh, I, what do we call it? Like the free, the freedom system instead of the metric. I think that's what it's called. Is that what they call it? It's not. It's a, it's at least its nickname. <laughs> it's like the freedom system <laughs> in soccer, <laughs> the gridiron football, and hot dogs. That's America. But you are aware that the metric system is a more precise unit of measurement. Yeah, but who's going to remember centimeters, decimeters, mm-hmm. all that? If it, if it was taught, you would simple. remember it. I'm not What's saying simple? I'm for or against it, but I'm just saying it is a more precise unit of measurement. This is simple. We use yards. Everybody has a yard. We're going to remember that name easy. That could be We confusing. use feet. Everybody has feet. Inches, not really sure if where they got the name, but still. Our system is perfectly fine. I don't understand why everybody dislikes the system, like everyone around the world. It's fine. You guys use your system. Which is more precise. And we will use the freedom system. Which isn't as precise. But is it that like America, though? Like We stand out. To, <laughs> because we do things we, good enough. <laughs> so looking back at um, ancient Greece, their democracy fell pretty easily. Looking back at ancient Rome, their republic fell. Well, mostly because of a jerk who just wanted to rule the world. But still, America is the best Democratic Republic going right now when it comes to our government. We have been ever since George Washington took office. Well, I'm not saying that America isn't. isn't we stand great. out from the rest. We do stand out. We do stand out. Now, there's a lot of things we do that make sense, a lot of things we do that don't. A lot of things that don't make sense. We call it soccer. Because why the heck not? Maybe. We call it football. I understand we don't really use our feet, but guess what? It starts with a kick. What, what do you kick with? Your foot. Football. Not to mention, it's technically gridiron football. So it's like extreme soccer. Extreme soccer? I mean, kind of. Yeah, Except I we took know. out all the boring parts. <laughs> and the shorts. And the mixed match uniforms. Seriously, how do you know who's on your team when the guy on the other end of the field is wearing a different jersey than you? Like, hey, um, is this guy on our team? I don't see anyone else wearing his jersey color. Now, why is he wearing a different jersey? It's. I guess he's supposed to stand out. But the goalies wear different goalie. jerseys. Oh, I see what you're saying. The goalie. Well, yeah, so you know it's the goalie and not, like, the forward. Simple. Wear a jersey number. That's why football has these restrictions on the jersey numbers. So you can identify what position they play. Well, it is, it's just easier to identify them that way. 
Yeah, it makes the, it makes sense to me. All right, but if your team colors are well, isn't the crew black and yellow? Why is this guy out there wearing like pink? That's not our. Those aren't our colors. Well, I don't think that they wear pink. I don't know what colors. Not they exactly use. pink, but there are teams in which their players wear like pink or like some light shade of green. That's just completely off from their colors. Yeah, why not? It's like if you want to change a jersey color, make it like if you're home, then make that your. Then have this guy wear your away uniform. If you're away, then have him wear your your home uniform. Oh man, what fun is that? Instead of your colors being like black, being like black and yellow, and this guy's over here wearing green. Uh, I'm pretty sure this guy showed up to the wrong game. You know what? Maybe that's how this started. Some players showed up to the wrong soccer game. Like, um, not sure you are, but we're player down. We have no goalie, so you're at goalie. Go play. And just become tradition ever since. There you go. Maybe that's it. I mean, heck, the NFL didn't start off too different. There's just a bunch of um guys that worked that worked the railroads, playing football in the mud <laughs> in Columbus, and then that turned in to a big football league across Ohio, and then that became the NFL. And the NFL is like, yeah, sorry, we're not giving Columbus a football team or a Super Bowl. We're going to completely forget our roots. Now have fun with your Columbus SC. But Columbus Soccer Club. Well, it is what it is. What are you going to do? I don't know. We saved the crew. Maybe we can save the name. Just give us something else to do. I mean, that's the future. This is the future here. Fan, fans don't like the change or like what executives are doing, so they just take to Twitter and they. Uh, it's basically a Twitter riot. Perhaps. It gets things done. It got a director's cut of 2017's Justice League out there. It got. It saved the crew. Got them in Ohio. There you go, fans. If you don't like it, tweet about it. Definitely a more peaceful way of protesting. Yeah. Just put your opinions out there. You get enough. Hashtag save the crew again. Get enough opinions. Maybe it'll, it'll be enough to, to sway some changes. So, well, uh, our time's coming to an end here. Um, we'll be back next week with all, uh, with all the news that we uh, gather up from that week. So, um, enjoy your week, everybody, and, uh, we out.